What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Coexisting with Rob and Maggie. It is Friday, December 29th. It is our last show of the year, and <laughs> we are ready to go into 2024 with everyone. But first off, as we start every show, Maggie, I know how you're doing, but tell everybody how you're doing. I am doing great, Rob. How are you? <laughs> you are lying. I'm good. <laughs> I want to go to bed, Rob. In my own bed. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to bed. I, I, like I, I, yeah. Okay. Now I'm getting red. Um, so te- why, why, why has it been crazy for you, Maggie? Why do you want to go to bed? Where, well, because I'm, I'm a bartender in Bulgaria, and people around the holidays here refuse to say stay home with their families and just go drinking bars because their entire families are in their house and they do not want to stay there. And before someone tell calls me like a stupid Western feminist, <laughs> it's women too, okay? Women don't want to stay with their families also. Like I'm not talking about men only. You all suck, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so just stay home with your family. Just fucking go away. Uh, I'm sorry for saying that in one minute in of our show. As long as it's not within the first seven seconds, we're okay. Yeah, that's... Is, is that our record? Like, No, I'm, it's YouTube's, like, algorithm. Oh, yeah, YouTube's algorithm. Okay, that that is fine. So, uh, it's because, like, around... And there's not only that, Rob, but, like, around the holidays, um, people who don't normally go out drinking go out drinking like they just uh, they do that only on special you know holidays or whatever and apparently uh, like christmas is one of those holidays and of course i get weirdos in the bar that are looking me straight in the eye and uh and they're asking me excuse me do you sell anything else besides beer while all the whiskey bottles and vodkas and brandies and cognacs and everything are behind me. Like there's shelves of whiskey, like ignore a huge, huge amounts of whiskey are right behind me. And like, do you only have beer here? And like, no, Karen, you tell your stupid friend Susan that we don't only have fucking beer here. Excuse me, can you? Can you make me a Manhattan? Like, and I'm like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, no. Like, we only provide these sorts of cocktails. They're like, uh, we made the, them ourselves. Like, we made them up. Like, we gave them the names. So you can choose one of these. Also, you don't know how to make a Manhattan then. I Like, I know. Like, I've been bartending for a long time now. I know how to make a Manhattan. But we do not provide a Manhattan here in our bar. Let me just tell you how to make a Manhattan so you can make me one. I'm like, fucking what? All right. Well, let's move on. <laughs> Guys, hi. <laughs> Please like the video. <laughs> it goes a long way. Please donate Super Chat or a Humper Chat to save my life. <laughs> uh, it's at the bottom of the live chat. It's a little dollar sign. Uh, thank you for supporting us throughout this year. It means a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Maggie, tomorrow night we have World's End AW pay per view that 
is the first World's End that they're doing. Uh, AW has been doing more pay-per-views, as we know, this year. And tomorrow is the debut of a new one uh, that's taking place in Nassau, at the Nassau Coliseum, the home of Mr. MJF. So we're going to do some predictions for the pay-per-view like we normally do before every pay-per-view. So beforehand, what match are you looking forward to the most this weekend? Well, obviously, I'm most looking forward to uh, the main event between... um... Well, it's a close, like there are two two of the matches, like the final of the Continental Classic. But uh, I'm looking forward to MJF and Samoa Joe just because I like. I'm almost certain that we're about to know who the devil is, like unmasking is, and I just want that. I just, I need that, like sure. this. Stupid thing on the Titan Tron and uh, like pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> like it's it's not like I get it. It was fun for the first two seconds, but like let's do something different because like that's pissing me off right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. So it's gonna be pretty good. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Let's see here. Well, let's go ahead and get on the first match. One of the Zero hour matches for World's End is none other than Wheeler Yuta and Mr. Hook. Ooh, got a dog that wants to go out again. All right. So I popped this up. Got Hook taking on Wheeler Yuta. Hook's defending his FTW championship. Tell me who you think is going to win. And I'm going to keep this picture up for just a second as I let the dog out. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, the, the Rob is going to let the dogs out. <laughs> That's that's stupid. So this match is gonna hum. Uh, I'm I, I've been really enjoying how TK always puts on bangers bangers uh, on the pre-show just to make you you know buy the actually buy the pay-per-view. So that's kind of awesome. Willer Yuda's kind of being uh, you know uh, the Willer Yuda and uh, both Hook have been the kings of zero hour pay-per-views uh, matches. So that's that, that's pretty awesome. Um, I don't think that there's any way Hook's losing the, the FTW championship, but the match is going to be pretty good. Uh, did you let the dogs out? Yep, Baja men style. Yeah. Uh, sorry, you, you you set me up for that one. Uh, yeah, she's out. She'll bark at me when she's ready to come in. So, but I think Hook keeps his title. There would it wouldn't surprise me though if Wheeler Yuta wins and he they unify the title somewhat. I could totally see them do that, but uh, I, I have Hook winning. And I I didn't get to hear who you said. I assume you said Hook, but okay, there you go. Let us know in chat who you guys have winning. We like to hear that too. So we move on. There's a twenty man battle royale. So. They're going to get whoever wins gets a TNT title shot anytime, anywhere. So we don't know who's entered yet. I don't, I don't believe, I think we'll probably find out tonight on rampage. We'll probably get at least some people announced as far as how they said anytime, anywhere kind of makes me wonder. I know, right. If if that person (laughs) is going to money in the bank at that night. So, 
the one thing that I really hope somebody that I really hope is in it is Hangman Page. And the reason I say that is this would be the first AEW pay-per-view that does not feature anyone from the elite. Yeah. We're talking Hangman, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks. So if if Hangman's not in it, that means nobody from the elite has that's the first pay-per-view that they've been uh they've missed and I don't want that to be a streak by any means. So I really hope Hangman's there. Uh, even if he just, even if he gets in like Santi, like Santino did that one time with against Kane, got in the Royal Rumble, and he goes right over. I just want him to be part of the pay per view. Now I know you could get technical and say, well, technically he's not part of the pay per view. Hey, you'd be a perfect person to add to this TNT title. No, no, no. I I just read Corey's comment that Lucifer is the devil, and I. <laughs> oh, so. Uh, let's see here. Uh, well, indeed, Mike says he's a hooker. I'm widely yeah, known that I'm a hooker. Yeah, we're all hookers. Yeah. Some of us even hang out on the street and hook. Yeah, warhose and anyways. See, like I like this idea. Matt Reckiel, a good friend of the show, says Hangman wins and cashes in on Christian. I would like I that because. I actually have a different different idea. Okay, okay. Let's well, let's uh, hear it. I um, uh, I just hope Jay White wins this and cashes in on the match as it happens, <sighs> and out edges Edge. Oh, he, yeah, because like that would Edge be good Mr. too. Yeah, Edge is Mr. Money in the Bank. It sets so, up. It sets up Jay White and 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 that and please give me Jay White and uh, Adam Copeland, like yeah. of course. Yeah, um, I'll prefer that. Of course, I will never like not love uh, Hangman. It is the yeah. year. Jay that, White has a know, match on the show, though. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but. All right. Well, we we've heard your theory. The one thing I'm that not, I'm not expected to be at a hundred percent during the week that I'm having. Okay. What well, match is Jay White having? <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. Uh, so, yeah, that's interesting. My my other question in regard regarding to this battle royale royale with cheese. Do you think any of the recent WWE cuts, do you think there might be at least one of them in this match? Sure. Shelton, Shelton Benjamin. Ooh, I like that. I like that idea. Shelton. I mean, I'm like Shelton Benjamin is one of the, the people I am most rooting for to be in AEW. We've talked about this on mm -hmm. our show uh, fairly recently, like last week. Uh, we want, we would both want Shelton Benjamin in, a, in Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, uh, for sure. I, I think we'll see that. And I'm, I like your idea of him being in the battle royale. I could see, uh, I could see Ali being part of it too. Even if it's just, I mean, the, the fact that he's having that uh, international, you know, thing that he's doing, if he does that with, the, uh, with, um, I actually, no, no, do, do you know what? I'm sorry, my brain is all over the place this week. So what I'm thinking about Ali is that I feel like this will be the first time that the uh, continent, uh, like international title, like OC, like, you know what he's been doing. Yeah, okay, enough of the challenges, I'll face you. 
and like he butts in on a conversation backstage between Renee and the random wrestler. So he got, gets out to the ring and he's like, whoever's in, in the back, come on, let's make my like, let's have a match. And then Mustafa Ali comes out. Uh, and if he wins that title and does this thing that he's doing everywhere uh, in that, you know, that world tour that he's doing, if he does that with the uh, with the international championship, that's going to be great. I like that idea too, but I wonder if I don't think. Well, Tony Khan obviously probably doesn't mind them going to doing so many independents. So no, I like your like, idea a lot. So why would he? Like it's 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 not no. Like look it's, at Puck. What what Puck did when he had had yeah, that time? Absolutely. So this is my daily reminder that I miss Puck, by the way. Yeah. So who do you have one in the, the battle royale? Well. Knowing that Jay White will mm, likely not be in it. Okay, if Jay White's not in it, what about Nick Wayne? Okay. I could see him being what, in it. Like, why not Nick Wayne? And like we can have or do you think that, that it can be Jack Perry? I don't know. No, I, would, I think it's, they'd it, save him for being be one of the henchmen. I'm not do saying he's... Do you really he's, think no, that he's a part of that? I think he will be. Yeah, I, I do. I think wow, he'll be part of it. I'm not saying he's going to be the devil. They they can't no, no, have no, him no, be no, the no. devil. Not the devil. But like yeah. the thing is that Jack Perry left in such a big controversial, uh, controversial take, you know? Mm-hmm. And him being one of the henchmen, like one of the side guys of the bigger guy, isn't like it doesn't. I, I don't know. Maybe they can fill the room, like. But I'm not certain. Uh, the battle royal. Oh, okay. Well, it's the TNT Championship, and I don't see Hangman going after the TNT Championship uh, yeah. after being AEW champion. <laughs> Well, you know, the thing is, is, I was thinking it from the standpoint of it's a way to set up a storyline between, like, Edge and Adam Page. Of course it is. Uh, I would, yeah. I would, I would really enjoy that. Because the thing is, is I really want this Edge, or excuse me, Adam Copeland. I'm going to do that forever. It's kind of like Daniel Bryan. Um, Adam Copeland, he has a history that we've known since he's came back into wrestling. He these storylines go on for a long time with him. So I kind of want him to move on rather sooner than later. So. You're right. Just... You're right. But uh, we will move on to our next match. So we're starting off with the pay-per-view. We don't know the match order. So let's just go ahead and start with a banger. Andrade taking on Bulgaria. Brute. Bulgarian brute. Bulgarian brute. Same thing. Brute Bulgarian. (laughs) Bulgarian brute. You know. He's a badass. Either way. That's what I'm saying. Uh, He'll obviously win here. Right? (laughs) I think so. But the thing is that uh, I'm kind of hoping... First of all, I hope TJ Perry is, uh, is doing okay. 
uh, after the operation. Uh, and second of all, hopefully, I don't know, hope, hopefully this leads to uh, furthering of the storyline between uh, between Miro and CJ Perry herself. Um, I, I know that it's probably uh, left for later, like considering everything that CJ Perry has been, been through lately. Um, but this match is going to be so great. Uh, and I do hope that they open up the show with it because I would love nothing more than, you know, the first major thing in front of that audience to be Miro, you know. I know I'm kind of biased, but I don't. Oh, that's fine. I don't really care. I'm going with. Uh, I think storyline what you know me. I'm going to pick Miro every time, but storyline wise, I think Andrade gets the victory. I understand. Yeah. So. That, that always uh, also makes sense, but Andrade was so good in uh, the C2. <clears throat> yeah. He, he was, damn, he was really good. I didn't want anyone to lose that. I know. This is, that's the thing. Like, AEW doesn't do like no DQs usually. This would be a time I'm actually okay with it. You know? Yeah, but like DQs, like I understand, uh, but that's because I'm just a mark for both those guys. That's all. Um, DQs or um, time limit w- would be would be good. Although they did just fairly recently do a time limit in the C2 itself. Uh, yeah. I know, but like the thing is, uh, when when that whole tournament started, and um, people were upset that Miro wasn't a part of that tournament. <clears throat> yeah, I uh, I I said that um, I understood where they were they were coming from, and but but I also said that um, if Miro was a part of that tournament, I would have wanted Miro to win. Um, but the thing is, now that I've seen how the tournament has uh, progressed and the way it ended, uh, mm-hmm. well, is about to end, everyone that competed in that tournament is absolutely over with me right now. And I really thought that this tournament could have used Miro. It absolutely could have used Kenny Omega. Absolutely could have used him. But um, knowing that he was so incredibly hurt, I know that things uh, would have uh, not happened the way they would have wanted to. Uh, wanted to, so I, I, I kind of understand. Donate your super chats, guys. Yeah, donate a super chat. That helps us out a lot. Um, we will go to our next match here. Abaddon challenging Julia Hart for the TBS Championship. Well. Uh, Julia will obviously win here. Uh, I'm I'm glad that uh, uh, Abaddon is getting this opportunity here, but I do see Abaddon uh, joining House of Heart because, like, she was made for that, <laughs> or they were made for that. I'm so, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, what do you think? Oh, I thought you were still. <laughs> uh, oh, Abaddon's not gonna win this. It's Julia Hart. 
gets the victory here. It's... You uh, okay? So behind the scenes, you really don't see the link that I posted. Yeah, I don't see it. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, can you send it to me on Twitter? Yeah, sure. Okay. So that was our Cooper Effect meeting for everybody that wanted to uh, know what was going on. <laughs> so on-air production meeting, as we call it in the business. I, I, I still don't believe you don't see I it. I promise you, I'm looking. It's not there. All right. So let's go on to our next one. Imagine I'm actually really anxious to see. I think a lot of people are. Christian Cage defending his TNT championship against Mr. Adam Copeland. That is going to be a really. Uh, uh, st- I, I'm I'm sending you a picture a, a picture of the of my screen by the way in in Twitter just just so <laughs> okay, you know. Okay, that's fine. I'll because I am not the crazy one. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm I'm excited for this match myself because. Um, <clears throat> The first match they had, like a month ago, uh, it was an incredible way to to end Dynamite. It was so good. Uh, the, uh, I I hope that we don't get you know uh, the the finish of the first match shenanigans that we got because. Uh, uh Shayna is really not for me on screen. Uh you boo a mother? Like wh- what is this? I'm I boo my own mother every day. Like <laughs> what are you? <laughs> yeah. So it's uh that's fine. Uh I uh, I still think Christian Cage still wins this match. But like it's a no DQ match, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so that's stupid for me. Because, like, you, you're you having a, a match with someone that has zero problem with bending the rules and making sure that he cheats to win, and you give him permission to do that. So that's kind of stupid for me. <laughs> mm. uh, I, I do see it sort of like a beat them at their own game kind of stuff. Uh, and I do get that, but... Uh, I still kind of think it's Christian um, because if they didn't do that in Canada, you know, crown uh, Adam Copeland as a a TNT champion, why would they do that in New Jersey? They're in New Jersey, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, New Jersey, New York. I mean, Kate's going. So you're in New Jersey, New York, one of the two. I can't can't remember where. it's different, Rob. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, either way, it's considered. I think they're in New York because MJF. Is it Long Union Island? Dilla, no, yeah, it's I, not. I, Union, Long Island, yes. yes. Union Dell okay. Arena, I think, or State. I don't know. You know, I'm not. You're from the States, Rob. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I just know they're they're at Union. I just don't remember where the Nassau Coliseum is. That's my problem. Okay, I, I understand. I understand. That's it. So that is, that is okay. Our good friend Soupy says it's at. It's in uh, New Jersey. No, what do you say? You just said it. Now I lost it. Um, Long Island, New York. So there we go. Long Island. Okay, that is that is fine. Matt Rick, you uh, know if uh, you think we see a bunch of run-ins, could we see Beth Copeland getting involved? 
I don't know where no, she is. No, isn't she, she? Doesn't she have a contract with? I think she does still. I think they, yeah. And I know, like, people say, well, she did the voice for like Edge's thing. I'm willing to bet that either WWE didn't care or she didn't tell WWE and they're not going to do anything. Like, anyways, it's not a big mm-hmm, deal. Mm-hmm. But I think she's still under WWE contract. I could be wrong. Uh, we got a super, our first super chat from our good friend Doc Chris Mueller. He says, "Hi, Hi. I'm so glad that you're here. I finally, uh, Doc, I finally understand what you're going through. I also don't sleep at all. This, uh, I, I like, how are you not cranky twenty four seven? You're talking I, to him. Okay, gotcha. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking to Chris because okay. you know." Uh, man with beard, <laughs> I love that. Says, <laughs> Could we see a Jack Perry return during the Cope Christian match? Um, that could be too. That would be, yeah, the, the, this could this could also be the thing. But are, are you saying that again? If if Jack Perry returns, you're you're uh, you're insinuating that he will join Christian Cage, right? And I don't know. I, like I, I, I don't know. Like the thing is that they need to fill the room when it comes to what the crowd reaction is to Jack Perry. That yeah. is why I kind of feel like he needs to return, and I kind of want him to be with um, uh, with Anna J. Because like she uh, instantly disappeared. She had a thing with Soraya. Like she was a part of that faction, you know, with uh, with Ruby Soho. Like they abandoned it for like after just one rampage or whatever. Yeah. So I like them as a duo will be will be amazing. They just need to see if the crowd likes Jack Perry or hates Jack Perry or it's kind of in the middle. Like I I don't know. Uh, pushing Jack Perry into the storyline with Christian Cage, I I know what you guys are uh, are proposing. This it's right there, and I see it, and it's kind of logical, and I understand that. Yeah. I just don't know if it's a good idea just yet because I have no idea what the fans will react to Jack Perry. Sure. So. Um... I have, hmm. I think whoever wins that battle royale is gonna do. The, I I think they're gonna money in the bank it. I really do. So that's my theory. Um, but I have Adam. I have Adam Copeland winning it, and then I think whoever won that wins that battle royale will challenge Edge like right away. That's just my opinion. Okay. Or Christian Cage, like, but mm-hmm. I think Adam Copeland will get the win. Oh, you think? Okay, but see, I don't know. I feel like that is such a hard match to predict. It is because, now because of uh, that. I know, but like, what will Christian Cage's character be as awesome as it is right now without that title? No. Because I don't want that to end. This is why I'm selfishly choosing Christian Cage. Yeah. I prefer, like, in my, I don't, see, like, when I do these predictions, I don't do what I prefer. (laughs) 
often. I mean, not always. I mean, sometimes I do, but this is a case where I completely agree with you. I would be completely okay with Christian Cage keeping this title. But I think just based, and I'm, you know me, I always overdo it, like, with my thinking. And I think just the way they had that on that Battle Royale any time just makes me wonder, like, that's kind of weird to, I don't know, you know, it's one of those things. I just have a feeling. So. And I absolutely understand where you're coming from, but I will still say Christian Cage. Okay. Sounds good. We have a eight-man tag match that was announced on Wednesday during Dynamite, and then it changed on Thursday with only one person being swapped out. But the match is an eight-man tag with Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, with Sting and Darby Allin, taking on Ricky Starks, Big Bill, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Takeshita. This match looks pretty good to me. I'll be honest with you. And I, we know one thing Sting has not lost and he's not going to lose again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the good news is that Chris Jericho is not winning those tag team championships. Yeah. <laughs> that is the good news. Um, I, I, I don't need this match. I know you don't. Okay. But I know, but like the, Kenny, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho versus uh, Starks and Big Bill. Yeah. This actually made sense because they told the story for like, they give it time to breathe and to develop, you know, and everything. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, so <laughs> the thing is that because apparently they wanted Chris Jericho on the show regardless. <laughs> You know, yeah. and they smushed everything together and gave us that, which is like uh, uh, there, there, there's a saying that we have here in Bulgaria. It's uh, grapes too. You know, it's uh, the grapes don't need to be there. You just need to like we don't need the grapes. It's, like, no. Grapes too. Uh, my sister will eventually watch this and tell me that this isn't the way that I'm supposed to say this. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. Okay. I haven't slept in 20 years. I don't care. So, uh, in Bulgarian is Mantis Grozde. Okay. Like that's, <laughs> I'm sure you understood everything. <laughs> yeah. It means... Yeah. That's, that's grapes too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, um, that, that's why I don't I, I I don't need this match. Uh, I do appreciate the Mel Coleman art that we got in this segment because I will always adore Mel, and I will always appreciate the art that she does. She's such a gifted artist. I will I will never stop saying this. Kit, I uh, ask you a question real quick on about Mel Coleman. Do yeah. you, would you ever buy any of? Uh the bootleg art that Tom Campbell sells of hers <laughs> too soon. Huh? I love that bit. It is so good. But yeah. it, no, it's, it's, it's an amazing bit. Yeah. Um, so I adored the Kyle Fletcher one. It, it, it was so good. Like beating up the kangaroos and everything. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, we love you, Mel, by the way, sweetie. Uh, 
so, uh, the, the, so my enjoyment of this segment er, ends with Mel's art. That is, uh, th that is it. Because when Sting and Darby got involved, and I was like, "Are we getting a three-way? <laughs> yeah. Are we getting a three-way? Who will be Chris Jericho's, uh, you know, partner? Are we getting a three-way? I, I was almost certain at one point uh, that it would have been, uh, you know, a three-way because Sammy Guevara is back now. Um, you know, uh, I feel like he's. Uh, Big Show's best friend because I lost count of the face turns and heel turns and whatever. Oh, yeah, he's right there with him. Like, he's gonna he's catch right up. there. Uh, with like, Natalia, Natalia's up there too. Yeah, Natalia's up there too, which is like, stop. <laughs> yeah, like, consistency is kind of the key. I'm I, I, I've been told. So, uh, I don't know, like. What is this weird relationship between Sammy and, and, and Jericho? It's it's almost as if, you know, the Jericho is the neglect, neglectful father and Sammy Guevara is the kid who kind of wants to make it on his own but wants to prove himself. Like, a lot of daddy issues there. And I, like, stop. That's like, right. it's not... <laughs> I don't want that on my television anymore. Like, I have them myself. I don't want that. <laughs> like, I don't want to see that. Um, so you're saying the only thing missing from this match is Jeff Jarrett? Yeah, sure. Of course. Mm -hmm. uh, a promer, uh, like, this... If this... This will never be the opening match, of course. But this, if this was the opening match, I... Because I will be getting up for my morning coffee on like a uh, new year's eve day you know mm. right before my shift i will be drinking my coffee and throughout if if this match like when this match is going on i will either be taking a dump or, <laughs> great, or doing laundry okay i just was not picturing <laughs> Like you talking about you that. don't need to. No, I'm not picturing <laughs> like I'm talking about on the show. I wasn't picturing nah. Never mind. You know what? It's my first day. Just let's in life in general. On. Yeah, let we got super chats to read. For the love of God, let's get to those. Subi says, Do you see the start of a possible Jericho Sammy versus Sting Darby feud for revolution? I do. I do, and that's why I'm, I, I, I really want to cry, because uh, Jericho will always be the person who will butt his stupid face. And I was like, how will Jericho be a part of Sting's retirement tour? How, how will this happen? Because this will happen, and there we go. Like, it yep. happened. Uh, yeah, I can absolutely see that, because... Um, I feel like Sammy and Darby, like, you know, Sean always talks about, you know, Peter Griffin and the chicken. Yeah. Uh, in AEW, I see that as Darby and Sammy. Just, you know, they're one of the pillars themselves and, you know, just go out there and kill each other. That's, that, that's, that's all I'm saying. Like, I don't give a crap about <laughs> neither of them so they're amazing wrestlers by the way i just i i've never found myself invested in anything that there were you know in apart from darby versus cm punk at all out yeah 
Well, we have another super chat from Mr. Chris Mueller. He says, Sammy and Jericho equals abusive relationship tropes. Also, this is the, uh, according to YouTube, this is the um, 20th super chat that Doc has sent us. And I swear to God, he sent us way more than that. So, <laughs> so I want to say thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yeah. So thank that you. Is such a, that is such a perfect number to end the year with. 69. That's my perfect number. <laughs> you know, if, you know, if shout if out to Kate, by the way, yeah, she would say, nice. nice. Anyway, <laughs> that makes sense. Abusive father, uh, son, or yeah, yeah, that is absolutely, uh, absolutely correct because I do, because like Sammy wants to prove himself to Jericho, but we all know that he doesn't have to because he's better than him. While Jericho, uh, the all that he's doing is clinging on to Sammy just in order for him to stay relevant. That is, you know, the most out there thing. Jesus. Yeah. Got another one from D'Lo Diggs. Hi. Love you. Okay. Bye. But staying in chat. Love you too, buddy. Hope you have a happy new year. Hope everyone has oh, a happy new year. Everyone have a happy new year. All you people who will not be working. All you people. All right, timeless Tony Storm um, taking on Rio. Tony is defending that title. I'm so looking forward to this match. Tony's not losing her title. No. No. Let's get rid of that chat. Where to go? Um, yeah, Tony Storm wins, and that's all I can say about that. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to the match. Do, do Do you think Mariah uh, gets involved in this match? She helps, in my opinion. I well, what I think happens, I think Tony wins because Mariah May helps, but then I think Mariah May will turn on Tony after the match. So soon. Yep, I think so. Because of the that that's just my opinion. I I'm often wrong, so like I said, don't go with what I say. Do the opposite. Do you do you think that because like she hasn't even gotten her first match in AEW yet, and she's gonna do that uh, at the very first Dynamite of the year? Mm-hmm. Um, who do you think she faces? Hmm. I think I can probably... see her facing Rio. Uh, after yeah. she lost Rio, I can see oh, that's that. That's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe she doesn't turn. I just have a feeling that she will. That's just me. I feel like it's kind of soon. I, 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 I want that relationship between her and Tony to keep on, you know, to act, because like Tony Storm hasn't actually noticed Mariah at all. <laughs> Ooh, Matt Rakil says Tony wins, but is confronted by Jamie Hader. I would love nothing more than that, but I don't think Jamie Hader is going to be there. I, right. I will happily flip out if I'm wrong. Ryan Sullivan couldn't make it, so Corey's stepping in. Yeah, so Corey stepped in. Thank <laughs> you, Corey. We appreciate you so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, Tony Storm. We both have Tony Storm winning. Yeah. We move on to this match. This is probably the match you did not know about happening. 
Yes, when did this match get announced? It got announced, I think, last night during Ring of Honor. Or right before. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. So that's why I have no idea. Because, like, yeah. I... Yeah. So, we have Claudio Gastinori, Brian Danielson, Mark Briscoe, and Daniel Garcia taking on Brody King, Jay White, Jay Lethal, and Roosh. Okay. That is a really hard match to predict. Uh, but I will pick Claudio, Brian, Daniel, and Mark to win. Uh, I'm just going to go out and say it. The dynamic between those four will be a thing of beauty to watch. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, like everybody in that match. Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm not a big Jay Lethal guy, but he's a hell of a wrestler. So, But everybody in that match is just... Like really Those good. are eight totally different wrestlers. Like none of the none of them have anything in common, and I'm just so happy to see that eight man tag team match. It feels like a like old an old school Survivor Series match in a way. Yeah, it does. Thank you, thank you. I was wondering what that looked like. It does. So, but who do you got winning this? I just said so. Oh. Like Claudio Bryan. Oh, okay. Sorry. I miss I sorry. I have the other team winning. Jay White, Brody King. Okay. Okay. I think Daniel Garcia takes the L again. I actually wave. think that Daniel Garcia pins Ooh, I do like that. Brody. I actually think that. I uh because like the way Eddie Kingston beat Brian uh Brian Danielson this week. It was such an amazing match, by the way. Um, I feel like this will, you know, this is a, a, a kind of way to, to show you again. If you, by any accident, you forgot just how awesome Brian Danielson is. Yeah. Uh, Stoopy says all Continental Classic wrestlers are on this pay-per-view. Deserved rub. Absolutely. Now, that is the kind of statistic I really needed. <laughs> Doc says, we all deserve a rub, Soupy. I mean, never mind. Yeah. No. I don't, I don't even care right now. I just want to, you know, sleep and maybe get a rub next year. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your, your rub podcast. Yeah, Rob. <laughs> Here we go. This one. Continental yeah. Classic Final. Yeah. John Moxley, Eddie Kingston. Let's go. Let's. This is so weird, Rob. So because at the very start of uh, of the C two, I was like, okay, so clearly Swerve Strickland is gonna win, right? Because Jesus, and now everything has changed, and I thought that maybe Moxley and Brian. Never in a million years, ever, ever since, you know, the C2 started and Eddie Kingston put both his titles on the line as a New Japan uh, uh, title and uh, his Ring of Honor title. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why are you doing this? You're clearly going to lose. And I feel so embarrassed right now because he's in the final. <laughs> I'm so proud of uh, Eddie right now, and I'm forever rooting for him. And 
I kind of feel like he wins both these championships. Okay. Because you said so yourself, Moxley's part of that three-way at the Wrestle Kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think he needs that New Japan strong. Uh, it's 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 the New Japan strong. It's the, feel free to correct me anytime. Oh. By the way, yeah, the um, oh god, the new New Japan. Um, it's the New Japan strong weight open weight championship. I think. Right. Thank you. Open. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think Moxley needs that. And unless Moxley's planning to be a part of Ring of Honor, I don't need him holding that championship when he's not on the show. Uh, I don't know if Eddie's been a part of the show myself because, like, I've been pretty vocal about not watching Ring of Honor a part of, you know, pay-per-views. Whenever that show starts getting relevant and championships apart from uh, uh, Athena's championship, are on that show, please someone tell me just so I can start watching. Otherwise, there is zero use of that. Uh, so I have Eddie winning here. Uh, well played. Rogue I mean, Wilkin. it's right there. <laughs> yeah. I... Um, you should get a t-shirt done. <laughs> yeah, Sean said that we have new merch coming to Fightful. In the yeah, next we... year, probably that's one of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, we do need to have somebody design a shirt for us. Yeah, we do. Uh, wink, wink, so, anybody out there that wants to do it. Yeah, that's that, that 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 was us asking for someone to do it because we can't do it ourselves because you, you need to sleep before that, right? Like, that's yeah. uh, yeah, <laughs> that popped me at least. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Eddie, uh, it's it's gonna be such a wonderful uh, story within the story of the story. Um, there's not a bigger underdog than Eddie Kingston right now, and every time he's on the mic, I I, I feel like I'm about to cry, and that's what I wanna, and that's what I want. I that's that that's all I need. Every mm-hmm. time he gets me so hyped up, every time he gets me so emotional, and I see the thing is that a huge percentage of the audience see themselves in everything that Eddie is saying. Yeah. That's why he's so lovable, and uh, all the str- and it's exactly like Moxley said it. Like uh, the Eddie Kingston hates everyone so much, yet the entire audience is rooting for him all the time. Um, there's no way Eddie isn't witnessing that. I'm so glad that we're about to have this match. It's going to be um, in one of probably one of the most emotional matches on the card. Uh, in terms of emotional investment, this is the match I'm looking forward to. Yes. Um, a part of you know storyline and everything that I said, you know, uh, at the beginning of our predictions. Who do you think wins? Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston gets the win. He gets to celebrate at home, basically. And yeah. Like you said Spec earlier, John, Mox- John Moxley doesn't necessarily need the win. John Moxley's over. He's okay. Like, he can lose a match, and he's still okay. You know what I mean? Let the guy go on vacation. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we'll do this one quick. Swerve Strickland taking on Keith Lee. Swerve Strickland. I feel like Swerve Strickland does cannot afford to lose anytime soon. Yep. Yeah, any, I mean, this is an easy one. Anytime soon. This is the easy one. And uh, it's been a long time coming when it comes to this match because I thought that they were going to do this a year ago. But here's the thing a year ago, it would have been a lot different because, like, Trench and uh, what's his face? <laughs> We're gonna get involved. Parker Boudreau. Parker, yes, thank you. I'm I'm sorry for forgetting. Uh, so uh, they they probably would have gotten involved, and I don't want that in this match because it's a match between two former partners. Um, there's a lot of story in itself, and the story even originates in AEW because it's been a year. Uh, uh, yeah, so Swerve, probably. I got Swerve. Yeah, there's no way. Do you think Shane Taylor Promotions gets involved? I do think Shane, Shane Taylor Promotions gets involved. Yes, I do. All right. I, I, I do actually want to see Keith Lee and Shane Taylor actually team up. That'd be pretty cool. I do. Well, Maggie, it's time to go to our main event. We are having Mr. MJF defending his title against Samoa Joe. Okay, oh. I saw that MJF had a statement about something, but I couldn't read the statement before the show. Uh, he did an article on the Players' Tribune. He wrote his own like article. Really mm -hmm. good. Check it out when you're awake and not dying from so next year sleep. yeah next year so so but it was a great read absolutely a great read so anybody that i recommend checking it out fightful.com has it if you want to go there to see the link we have it we have it where you can read it um or it'll send you to the players tribune great article um really good but keith uh tony khan said in the conference call yesterday that he thinks we might. He was basically hinting that we might see the end of the storyline. Yeah, I double. saw that. I saw that. Uh, I I hope Tony's correct. Yeah. Uh, and this actually happens at World's End tomorrow night. Uh, I do think that Samojo wins the championship mm -hmm. because MJF is incredibly hurt legitimately yeah <laughs> and i do feel like he deserves all the rest that he can get because um thank you sweetie uh i i i do feel like he he deserves a break he deserves to take it easy for a while uh he's been pretty banged up physically and emotionally like the guy's been through some emotional stuff during this last year so probably give this guy a break. And you know uh, what? It's, it's he's not. If he does lose the belt, he's not really losing because he gets to go home to Alicia Toot. So you know. Okay, I wasn't I'm talking about that, but like oh, I'm just saying like, that just came to my head. Like right now, I'm like he's not losing. I mean, he's gonna lose, but it's, it's a win-win situation. Yeah, uh, exactly. In 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 your mind, I get it. So Kiki. I'm. I just, because 
I really wanted a, a competitive match between the two, and we're sure as hell not getting that because it's probably going to be a five-minute match and Samojo is going to muscle-bust the crap out of him and just pin him. And after that, you know, the devil and the henchmen go. It's 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 textbook, okay? That they're going to come out and then beat up uh, MJF. Uh, Samojo is going to go backstage, you know, with the title and everything. And then the devil with one of his foot on top of MJF is going to unmask himself. It's going to be Adam Cole, probably. And then all the other people get unmasked and everything. Clearly, one of them will not be Sean Spears as he is no longer part of AEW, which is making me so incredibly sad because I kind I was almost sure that he was a part of you know the henchman. I never thought that he was going to be the devil. I was sure that he was going to be a part of you know the posse, <laughs> but he's not. Uh, that makes me sad. Mm. So. It's if they end up doing it a different way, I'll I'll will not be mad as long as we get at least the devil unmasked. At least the devil. If they're not gonna unmask everyone else, if they unmask the devil, I will not mind. But will, it is time. Yeah. Will Wardlow be one of those henchmen? Well, it looks like he will. Like, I'm not saying that I need for Wardlow to be one of the henchmen. Um, I'm not saying that. But okay. he was cl- like, he was clearly one of them. Yeah. You know, in terms of, you know, f- f- physique, anybody? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so I have, uh, I have Samoa winning as well. And I think the the devil, I think, is Mr. Adam Cole as well. So there we go. Those are our predictions for the AEW World's End pay-per-view taking place tomorrow night. And we will now, before we move on to the Cooper Effect, Maggie, I did tell you that I wanted to do two quick predictions because I know you don't watch New Japan much uh, but there's two big matches that I do watch Wrestling Kingdom though because yeah. it is on at a wonderful time <laughs> for me. Screw you, Americans! It's so oh. great. We got two matches that we we're going to talk about. You have Will Osprey taking on John Moxley and David Finley, and then the other match is Brian Danielson and Okada. And I will be hosting the uh, post show and review with Scott. Uh, e, who does a lot of our uh, international wrestling, Japan wrestling, stardom, stuff like that, reporting, and SP3 will be joining me. For oh, the yes. Show. That is so, so awesome. I got two great New Japan oh, minds. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. But real quick, let's get these two matches. Who you got winning the triple threat match? I actually think it's Finley because he's actually the one guy who's there. Uh, I, I just hope that he gets that win like will osprey is getting a con- like he already got a contract with aew um i i kind of know that you may probably you just you know what like 
want to leave the door a bit open, you know, for Will Ospreay. But I, I just, I kind of hope that it's time for Finley to get his flowers. And in terms of Okada and Danielson, uh, I kind of want to see Okada win. Maggie, will you be around to do a watch along? Uh, I will be absolutely okay with a watch along. All righty. Because my ass will be up. Sounds like Chris will be up. Yeah. So I think David Finley wins because you make a great point there. So, like, give actually the guy who's there carrying, you know, the show, give yeah. him a win. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, as far as Okada and Danielson, who you got? I said Okada. Okay. I didn't, like, I'm doing like four things, like, right now. So I apologize. I know. I understand that. I, there is no time that I understand better. <laughs> okay. I got Okada as well. He's going to get his victory back. Yeah. Hopefully. I, I just want to see a, a third match. And I'm excited for this match because the first one, I I don't know if it was either overhyped or like or, or did my expectations were you know a bit high or whatever. But like I, I I feel like it didn't live up to what it was supposed to be. So I'm looking forward to the second one. All right, it's Cooper effect time. Sacrifice! 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 I'm ah, too old for this shit, Let's move along. No. Sacrifice! 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 Okay, there you go. Sorry, I won't do it again. Okay, so Rob's pissing me off while I'm on zero sleep, so I'm just going to move along here. A wonderful nurse in England... <laughs> in an animal shelter <laughs> decided to adopt a dog that was you know they they like they got the dog to the you know to the animal hospital <laughs> so they, they they got the dog to the animal hospital because there were clearly clearly signs of cruelty and like they, they were beating the dog up and i'm gonna beat you up if you ever beat the dog up so you better watch your face yeah, you get your ass kicked. You, that's yeah. like the biggest thing. People who abuse animals get no... Like sociopaths, zero compassion for me, okay? Yep. Because like harming creatures that cannot defend themselves, that is borderline oh, it, you know, certifiable. Yeah. yeah, so she decided to adopt the doggy, and the doggy has been having a wonderful Christmas. You saw the doggy there, and it's such a wonderful story because uh, I always say this on our show: we love dogs. Even if I'm pissed off at Rob right now, I'm sure that he's... you're not pissed I, off. I can be pissed off. I feel nothing right now. <laughs> I've heard that before. Um, no, then I'm bummed. Oh my god, you know what I said to an annoying regular the other night? Like he's he's one of the, the most regular regulars in our bar. Like he he's he, he's an alcoholic, all right. Okay. Uh yeah, I'm sorry. Like zero respect for that guy because he's he's an asshole. Okay? okay. Like that's even without alcohol to do the jerk. So he's like he, uh, like at the end of the night, it's probably six thirty a.m. and everything, and I'm washing shot glasses. And he's like, uh, "Yeah, uh, bye, Maggie. Have a good night." And he's giving me a high five. And I'm like, "I'm doing this because like my hands are all wet." And I'm like, "I'm sorry. Like I I can my like 
my hands are my hands are wet. I can't touch you." And he was like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "I'm sorry. You've probably never heard that before." <laughs> wow, <laughs> well played. Uh, as we're, we're, today's show is actually going to be a short one because I want Maggie to get some sleep. So, uh, before we go into our goodbyes, we're going to talk real quick about Sean Spears uh, leaving. AEW announced yesterday that he'll be yeah, you know what we can talk a little bit about you know uh, because like we we had people that we promised a, a, a lot of things about 2023 looking back to 2023 on last week's show when we talked yep. about we can we can talk about that if you want well i was gonna just push that back to next week that way we because well, you didn't because really go week, to... I, I didn't go to what you didn't see like how many questions I had. I did see. I did okay. see how many so questions. I just you figured had. that would be. No, no, no. I, 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 I did see that. Okay. Uh, I just figured. <laughs> I know, like it's one of those weeks. Um, we can we can talk about that. I I understand that it's gonna be a pretty uh you know long show, but like next week we get to talk about World's End, we get to talk about Day One, we get to talk about the Wrestle Kingdom. Like we have a lot of things to talk about next week. Okay, well that's okie dokie, yo. But anyway, Sean Spears announced that he was gonna be leaving AEW. He said, "What a wonderful time it has been. Thank you AEW for allowing me to be there from the ground level. It's been." A fantastic five years of growth and personal development. This is a personal choice and one that is best for me and my family at this time. Thank you to all this. Thank you to all staff and um, just pretty much said thank you. Uh, Maggie, I know you wanted Sean Spears to be one, be of, the one of the henchmen. And, um, you know, the thing is, like he said, it's what's best for his family. So more power to him. Absolutely. So. Good for him. If he's happy, I'm happy. That's the biggest thing. So, WWE Day 1 taking place on Monday, January 1st in San Diego, California. And I'm not going to do my San Diego joke, so I'm just going to move on. We have the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match. Seth Rollins defending his title against Drew McIntyre. We have the WWE Women's World Championship, Rhea Ripley defending her title against Miss Ivy Nile. We have the number one contenders match for the World Tag Team Championship, Shanna Baszler and Zoe Stark taking on Natalia and Tegan Knox. And we have the slapper known as Becky Lynch taking on Nia Jax. The slapper known yeah, as Becky yeah. Lynch. Yeah. She's going to slap. She's going to uh, yeah. beat ass. She's going to kick ass. But it's gonna be a really fun show. I'm looking forward to it. So it's it is gonna be a good show. But are you sure you want to do these? I'm 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 okay. never sure. I'm okay. never sure. <laughs> All right, so I'll ask you, we'll go through this quick. Um because otherwise it'll be a forever show with how many questions I have on here. Uh, best who is your best wrestler overall, male wrestler, this year, 2023? Overall, I'm going to have to say Will Ospreay. And it's, guys, uh, in the chat, let us know, too, who you got. Yes, please let us know, too, because that is, uh, that's a tough uh, question to watch in uh, to ask in 2023. 
I'm sure that it's because it's it's been really hard for me to say who who has been my favorite wrestler to watch yeah. because I've I've enjoyed wrestling immensely in 2023 and 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 that's that's a really tough question. Who's yours? Will Osprey. Yeah, yep. sure. Yeah. Um best female wrestler overall. I have Becky Lynch. I think she had a hell of a 2023. Um that's my that's my answer also because everything that she did in NXT this year I I adore that. I I just I'm I'm so I appreciate this immensely. And um I was considering saying Jade because yes, thank you for keeping the Dolph Lundgren bit alive, Soupy. Like that's I I appreciate that. Uh, I was, um, I would, I, I, I really wanted to say Jade because the buzz that she got and Athena, please. Oh my God. Athena. Athena came uh, in second place for me. Yes. Athena is right up there because like, she's probably the reason people are tuning into ring of honor. Mm-hmm. Everything that she's been doing, Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, if I would have said Athena, but like, I'm not watching ring of honor because like, and I really should because she's worth watching because, you know. Yeah. Uh, best match overall this year? It's got to be Kenny and Will Ospreay, the first at, at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, okay. I actually yeah. have that match. The second I one. At, I have it at Forbidden Door, too. At Forbidden Door, yeah. Forbidden. Well, uh, I suppose that I, I, I'm pretty biased on the first one because it was actually the first first time that i was seeing that you know oh, okay and i had i already had expectations for the second one and because like that was one of the first wrestling matches i've seen in 2023 and it was the best one like come on yeah yep no i agree mm-hmm. uh so i your best aew match this year That's an impossible question to answer. I know. Um, can I say? Oh. Mm, Brian Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. Okay. Probably because it was such a Jesus. Yeah. Well, wetness. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, mine, obviously, you go back to Forbidden Door, too. So. Um, which one? The Osprey and Kenny Omega match. Yeah. Okay. So, um, next one is best WWE match. I had Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, and Gunther at WrestleMania 39 being my favorite match in WWE last year or this year. It was such an awesome match. This 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 was a seriously really really great match. Um, I'm gonna say Carmelo and. Uh, oh no! Oh, I do have an NXT like your favorite NXT match, so you don't have to. But it can't be a part of an NXT match. <laughs> well, no, I, I'm just saying I do have an NXT match. Like, yeah, okay, 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 okay. So if it has to be a WWE main roster match, Jesus, um, hmm. Uh, 
Um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos at WrestleMania. Okay. That was, yeah. That was up there. You, my top three matches for WWE were all on WrestleMania, or all WrestleMania matches. I had WrestleMania was pretty good. I had uh, Charlotte and Rhea as my number two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then third was Sammy and KO versus yeah. the Usos. So, um, favorite match in either Impact, New Japan, or the Indies? Where Lost Prey and <laughs> and uh, Speedball Mike Bailey. Yep, that's exactly what I had. It's crazy. That is it. It's I crazy mean... how ours are so similar. And I bet I know what the NXT match is because it's the same one I was going to probably yeah, say. Yeah, it's Carmelo Hayes and Ilya Dragunov. Yeah, exactly. That is, I'm sorry, but like From NXT has been slapping. Great American Bash, just yeah. a fantastic match. Fantastic. And I think I already know this answer too, but I'm going to ask it anyways. The best, holy shit, what did I just watch match? Mine is obviously going to be Hangman and Swerve. Like, what else is there? I, well, for me, nothing. I, I, this was basically my way of giving this match an award. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because I didn't say that it was my favorite match in AEW because that, that it it needs a different um, a different category. That's that's all I'm uh, that that's all all, all I'm going to say. Uh, I actually saw the uh, you know the the things that you've written down. Okay. And I saved Sammy versus, uh, you, you know, a thing for Sammy. Where are the questions? No, I'm just showing the people that are. No, like... no, no. The, the the questions in the script, like I can't see them anymore. Did you oh. erase them? If I did, it was by accident. So hold on. Um... That is fine. I don't like. Okay. I I don't need to see yeah. them. I I can be surprised. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I saved uh, Sammy and Roman for for a different thing. Okay. Yeah, but but you know the Texas death death match was yep. oh. uh, best male wrestler in WWE last year. Absolutely, Gunther. Like none other. This isn't even mm-hmm. close. Gunther was close to being my favorite wrestler of the year with Will Ospreay. That like Gunther was a close second. But that man did the impossible in making the IC championship matter. He he um, is the longest reigning uh, intercontinental champion uh, right now, and I'm incredibly proud. And like I feel like he's he's giving all these people the matches of their career currently. So everything that he has been doing, every match that he has defended that championship has been a slapper and that is pun intended. Oh man. Who's yours? Uh, Gunther. Um, Gunther. I had Cody Rhodes number two, but I was like, there's just no way I can go against what Gunther's done this year. Um, no reason to ask for best female wrestler in WWE since we have the same one. Best male wrestler in NXT. I have Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes, absolutely. Uh, I I'm so looking forward to him doing amazing things on the main roster. Um, mm-hmm. 
I still have no idea if they're going with NXT Europe or not. Yeah, I don't really think they even know, to be honest with you, the way it's going. I, like, I know every, ever since, like, uh, the Endeavor thing happened, like, I have no idea if they even, even plan on doing that. But, yeah, hopefully Carmelo Hayes gets called up to the main roster. Hopefully Tyler Bate gets called up to, to the main roster. But the thing is... They haven't given Tyler Bate actually any kind of personality on NXT. Mm. So I'm kind of pissed off about that. Uh, yeah. Hopefully they do something on the main roster with uh, Pete Dunne. And give yeah. Pete Dunne his name back. Yeah. You, sure. you can be a part of British Strong Style with Butch. Like- <laughs> Butch. Yeah. <laughs> um, best female wrestler in NXT. I have Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton. And it, it's it's not even close this uh, in this category as well because she has grown so much in everything that she's done in NXT and I'm so ridiculously proud of her. And for me, one of the best moments ever is when Becky Lynch pinned her in that match and Tiffany Stratton whispered to her, "I love I love you so much." Like that is. Such a wholesome thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, best male wrestler in either Impact, New Japan, or the Indies. This we don't need to go over because we both said Will Ospreay. Yeah, absolutely. Best, uh, But Mike Bentley's also there. I mean, yeah. like, dudes. Yeah. I wish I could say Mustafa Ali, but, like, we can say that about him next year. Yeah, probably, yeah. Best female wrestler in Impact, New Japan, uh, or pretty much any promotion. Um, I have Saray um, from uh, Stardom. Uh, I really want to say Masha Samovich because because uh, <laughs> why not? Uh, but Jordan Grace, I'm I'm gonna say Jordan Grace, but because like she's been an immense inspiration for me throughout this year, and she's um, uh, accomplished a lot of goals of hers this year. So I just want her to. And I misspoke. She's not in stardom. She's basically in her own. She's been doing independence uh, as far as Sarego. She's been doing like she's did all Japan match. She's done. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So I just misspoke before I realized. I... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I'm going to say uh, Jordan Grace. I feel like... I feel like I said Jordan Grace pre- the previous year. Yeah. Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's coming back soon. Yeah. Uh, so we go on. Got a couple more to do here. Best manager in wrestling. I'm always going to say Paul Heyman here. Same here. Absolutely. All the time. Like, Paul Heyman is actually uh, a dream interview for me, for Sean. I really want Sean to sit down with Paul Heyman. And uh, and not a kayfabe interview. Like, like a real interview. Like, hours. Hours. Yep. No, I agree. Um, best storyline in wrestling. It's dying, but the bloodline was my yeah, favorite in 2023. So, 
so this is this is really weird because um yeah how can we forget about prince nana yeah. um so at the first half of the year it was obviously going to be the bloodline right yeah but then everything with cody happened and cody not winning that match was such a big bummer for me and i still cannot believe it that it happened but then we have you know everything with the devil and you know with CM Punk also yeah in in AEW and now in WWE so it's kind of i'm going to say the bloodline and um but they're on thin ice. That's that's, yeah, that's, it's, that's that's it's going down. They got to do something. I mean, I, I I love Roman Reigns, but I he needs to be on TV more. <laughs> I mean, he's I didn't I miss the guy. I guess I don't know. But uh, best announcer in wrestling, usually I would say Excalibur, but I have been very impressed with Michael Cole this year, so I'm giving it to Michael Cole in my case. Uh, do you mean announcer like yeah, commentary I, or yeah. or ring announcer? No, I sorry, I meant like on TV commentary, not ring announcer. Like Oh, Nigel McGuinness. That guy's gold. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I love him, but I just I just think like listen, uh I I understand what you're saying. And when it comes to professionalism, I don't like I don't know what that is. So um so no. So I'm just going to say the Judgment Day story is also right up there. Uh, so I'm just going to say Nigel McGinnis because the guy makes me laugh immensely. So, like, how can you not? I don't like that answer, but um, it is what it is. I'm, I'm kidding. It's my bit. Uh, Taz. Taz and Excalibur are probably, two, like, I adore oh, they're the Taz best duo. commentary. Yeah, they're the, the best duo. Uh, I've I've always mentioned on the show just how much I adore um, Taz because he provides insight on moves that I would never, you know, guess oh. to, to give importance to. So I appreciate that. When it comes to professionalism, Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman are always amazing when it comes to Ring of Honor. Like, mm -hmm. they're the best, and that's full stop, okay? What I'm saying by, by uh, telling that Nigel McGuinness is my favorite one is because I, I just want my commentators to make me laugh, okay? Like, there is a certain point when I want professionalism on my commentary, and there's a certain point where I just want to laugh a lot. And that is one of those times. And I yeah. adore Kevin Owens on commentary. He should be more. Like, the guy was on commentary for SmackDown, for an episode of SmackDown. Mm -hmm. And that was the sole reason why I tuned into SmackDown. Because I wanted to see Kevin Owens on commentary. And right before the women's match, they, you know, Siri attacked him on commentary. And I was like... For the women's match and Kevin Owens sells the crap out of women's matches mm -hmm. and I've always adored that about him so yes Kevin Owens also like it, oh. it brings me back to the times where Samoa Joe was a part of the commentary yeah and yeah basically we have a wonderful commentary in wrestling that's that's what I'm about to say like we have something for every taste yeah I, exactly I mean mm -hmm. Even Impact is kicking ass with their with their announcers. Um, oh, absolutely! 
So I was going to say with Tom Phillips is what he's always going to be known to as me, but um, best moment in wrestling. I had the, I wanted to put like the international like shows, but I'm going to go with backlash and the Puerto Rico crowd. There was just just something that turned like for me with wrestling, just the way they were just so into it. And I think that was like the best moment that I saw this, this year. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right after WrestleMania, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna. Th- that's. Uh, I wanted to say international shows, uh, like as as a whole, yeah, because that's I yeah that that's uh, because like I was at all in, yeah. And uh, the the energy and the emotion that you can get from people outside of the states. It's just as important as you know the feedback that you get from the states because like going out of your bubble is it's how you know if you've made it or not. Yeah. WWE have always known that they're big any at any place of the world, mm-hmm. but them you know having big pay per views and not only house shows, big pay per views in you know uh, in um. In, in the UK, in Puerto Rico, and they're gonna have, you know, next year they're gonna have Australia, they're gonna have France, they're, yeah. gonna, France. <laughs> they're gonna France, <laughs> they're gonna have Germany, and I'm so hyped up for that. Yeah. Um, it was about them time for them to do that, and uh, kudos. That's yeah. th- that's probably one of my favorite things in wrestling. All right, so international shows, I think we're both going with. Yeah. Biggest moment in wrestling. I had WWE merging with UFC and becoming TKO. That was the biggest moment. I've yeah, had. I have CM Punk coming back to WWE. Like that's yep. uh that's a big thing for me. And uh like it's a it's it's a different thing that CM Punk going back to wrestling in general in AEW in 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2021. It's a different thing to go back to WWE, WWE because that is in itself such a big thing because it has controversy, uh, controversy, and it has love, it has passion, it has uh, again a lot of controversy in it. But like it's uh, it's 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 a big thing not to not to pay attention to. Uh, you wouldn't know it because he's not on the show. Like, uh, yeah, like he was on a house show in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. But I get it. So, Bonker says Trinity to Impact Wrestling. That was um, also a big thing. So, this is where, like, I have CM Punk returning to WWE. That was my, what was the most shocking moment? So, that was my most shocking moment for me. Well, for me, it was Cody not winning at WrestleMania. I was shocked. Yeah, that's. I one. was I was freaking shocked because I was so sure. <laughs> I was really so sure. So I've said this on the show multiple times. Like, there's a term called underrated, and I don't like that. I don't like using that. However, sometimes it's needed. So my question is: Your criminally unrated performer of the year? Mine was Mike Bailey. Chad Gable for me. Okay, good. Even though like he's been on television almost every Raw, yeah. dude still is underrated. He's the only person I thought was actually going to beat Gunther. 
like out of all of these I matches? Think, I still feel like he's gonna be the one. And uh the only person I was so sure before that was Seamus. Yeah. And I still kind of want him to be that person, but like You'd be okay with Gable or Drew Mac. I'll be absolutely uh, I'll be okay with Sheamus, and it, it's it, it's the one for me. It's okay. it's the one for me. But uh, he's been, you know, out of sight, out of mind, you know, with uh, yeah. with the, the injury, injury that he's been yeah. dealing with. Um, and I, I know that's a uh, gross thing for me to say, but like Chad Gable's there, and he's, he's ridiculously over with the crowd. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he deserves that. Thank also. you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Criminally unrated match of the year. I have Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Charlotte Freya, Flair and Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. They deserved that night one uh, main event, but they had to step down because the bloodline with the tag team championships were uh, picking up steam a lot. And I'm not going to say that it, it it was the right thing to do, but at the same time, it wasn't, you know? Like yeah. it's there, there's no right way to say that, but yes, there was it, it was we we didn't talk about a uh, female uh, match of the year. Yeah, I, I asked. You didn't. Oh, I didn't. Okay, well, I must have missed those. But yeah, yeah. Mercedes Monet and Kari Sane for me. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah that would be for, like for my Impact one, um, or New Japan or wherever match, um. What about for AEW? What was your favorite women's match? Oh, come on! That's a that's a tough uh, question to ask. Uh, <clears throat> what what was yours? <laughs> uh, um. Let me, God, I don't really know. Um, like, I know that we have probably Hikaru Shida and Tony Storm. That was probably a wonderful match. But, like, I don't, like, women's matches don't stay, like, they. Yeah, with AEW, it's hard to, like, remember. It's hard with AEW because, like, it's not a. And that's not on the women, by the way. No, it's on just, Tony Khan just and so company. You know. Just so you know. Uh, I mean, that's probably, I mean that's the truth. Probably, I mean. probably Hikaru Shida and Tony Storm, or Hikaru Shida and Jamie Hader. When was Shida and Deeb? When was that match? I can't remember. All, all the matches between Serena and uh, Serena Deeb and uh, and Hikaru Shida. Yeah, I mean that's. I feel like they were last year because they were so yeah. long ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I don't know. Like that's that's a tough question to ask, and I feel like it's um, it's a pretty loaded question because it's AEW in the women's division, and it's always uh, a sore subject for me. That's that's what I'm about to say. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so since I have to pick something, I'm gonna just go with. Mm, uh, man, there was somebody that Jamie Hader wrestled that I really liked. Oh, her match against Emmy uh, Sakura at Rampage. Jamie Hader and Emmy had a hell of a match. 
Yeah, that they they did. They did, but putting it on rampage just goes to show you. Yeah. Oh, somebody wants in. Um best overall WWE pay-per-view uh this year. I have WrestleMania 39. While you answer that, I'll be right back. Absolutely WrestleMania 39 for me as well. It was it was an amazing show. Uh even though that main event kind of put a <laughs> it was such a bummer for me. But uh, and and that's coming from person who's not the biggest Cody Rhodes fan. Show us the dog. You're you have yep. to show us the dog. Come here, Faith. Faith. Oh. There you go, baby. This is Faith. This is my brother's dog. I'm watching his place. Yeah. Hey. Say, ah. The sweetest. Nope. Give me that. There we go. Such a sweetheart. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I was saying, yes, so, uh, WrestleMania 39, uh, even though Cody Rhodes lost, and that, she's so sweet. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I wasn't, you know, like rooting crazy for Cody Rhodes to win. Like, I, I didn't not like that main event um, because Cody lost. I was just so sure that this was the way they were going. And yeah, even even though this happened, WrestleMania 39 was a hell of a show. Yeah. That was a good match too. Forgot about that. All right. This, uh, this was actually a really good match, yeah. Yeah. Uh best overall AEW pay-per-view. I have Forbidden Door 2. Yeah, I understand all you people with your for- Forbidden Doors, but I'm going to say all in because I was there. There you go. <laughs> hey, that's what yeah. matters. It's that's why it's your favorite. Like that's why this is different. But Maggie, it's time to plug your shit. Guys, you can follow me on Twix at Maggie. Sorry, one thing I just noticed: we have a humper chat. Um, this humper chat is for Maggie's sanity. You guys have got me through a lot of Wardlow needs to visit Bulgaria. We've got we got him through a lot. He said, Matt, we're thank you. So we're so so thankful. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, Wardlow does need to visit Bulgaria. There are a lot of places that are far away from the public. <laughs> if, if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Uh, so, guys, you can follow me on Twix at Maggie underscore IK and on Instagram uh, dot IK. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who supported this this year. Thank you so much to all the people who are Keeping me sane. Thank you, Corey. Thank you for all the poems that are keeping me sane this uh, this week. Thank you, Chris, for all the adorable videos that you're sending me to, you know, keep me keep my mind occupied. Thank you, Soupy, for uh, all the videos that you're making us. Like they mean so much. You have no idea. Thank you, Rob, so much for this show because it's been keeping me sane. Like, if I only had my job, I would have jumped from my balcony. It's on the second floor. That's fine. Uh, (laughs) You know, Maggie, the thing is, I can just say one thing. Sacrifice! 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 I take my words back. Uh, (laughs) Guys, you can follow me at Rob Wilkins. Yeah, 
You can follow me at Rob Wilkins on X. Otherwise, I am on Instagram and threads at Fightful Rob. And like Maggie said, I want to say thank you to everyone that has been part of our show, whether you've left left us a super chat, whether you haven't at all. If you watch the show, we want to say thank you to you. So Please thank like you so the much. video, leave a comment after after the show. It means a lot. It uh, it helps with the algorithm a lot because the algorithm sucks so much. Yes. Please subscribe to Fightful Overbooked. We are aiming towards 15K for the rest of the year. Please help us out a lot. It, it will mean a lot to Joe Joel Gacy. Yeah, Joe Gacy. Yep, Joel Gacy, his brother. Ah, guys, want to say thank you again. We will see you next week. We will talk about AEW World's End. We will talk about Day One. We will talk about New Year's Revolution. We'll talk about New Year's Evil. Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom. We're it's gonna be a big show loaded. So it's gonna be Yeah, loaded. that's what I wanted us to talk about these things this yep. week because next week we're gonna have new I like it. You think ahead and I don't, so that's a good thing. Even when you know I'm not sane at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh um also like there will be some locations tomorrow where you can watch AEW at or AEW uh Jesus World's End. You can actually watch it at this place. Yeah, David Busters, damn it. I love it. Yeah, you know, did you know that? Like, they'll have it? You don't care. Okay. You started really seriously, and then I I was like, what? He's saying something that we haven't discussed, and then you do that. Yeah. Bye, guys. Have Have a really wonderful wonderful you know celebration of the new year you suck if you're not working so i just i hope you i hope you all sleep for me okay i don't know what year we're entering i don't know what's happening i don't know where my shoes are at all like what is what is sleep even all right there we go thank you guys so much for joining us we will see you next week Peace out. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.